Hey everybody, it's Greg coming to you live, of course, with the Art of Relationships show. Going to talk about a heated, definitely a debatable topic about privacy in a relationship. And this came from a follower slash friend um, about privacy um, in a relationship, cell phones, emails, all that stuff. We're going to get into it right after this, people. So pay attention. Don't go anywhere. It's the Art of Relationships show live right now. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Art of Relationships show. And as always, you can join in the chat discussion down below, people, okay? So, going to get into what is your take on privacy in a relationship, okay? And this is a highly debatable issue I run into with uh, many couples, okay? On a daily basis, I run into this question and a follower friend um, ask this question as well about what are the rules of engagement when it comes to privacy about, you know, phone, you know, you got your thumbnail for phones. Now you got your, uh, your pin, to activate your code access code, if you will, email passwords, uh, that type of aspect, or even, um, you know, apps for tracking people where your destination is. And this comes into even more, uh, you know, maybe more debates, when it comes to when somebody cheated, okay, about earning that trust back. My thing is, <clears throat> if you got nothing to hide, no big deal. I ain't going, I'm not giving her or him my passcode to my phone. That's private. It's our private stuff and all this stuff. And I look at, you know what, if you really don't have anything to hide, so be it, no big deal, okay? And that does not mean you can have a private conversation with a best friend about maybe, you know, what's going on with them and that type of thing. But, you know, when you're hiding stuff that you shouldn't be hiding, meaning, okay, that you're talking romantically with somebody else, you're flirting with somebody else, that type of aspect, you know, you're sexting somebody else. And then, um, let's face it, and then that person flips the script about, let's face it, oh my God, I can't believe you uh, went through my password. I I can't believe you went through my my phone and all this. Are you you know, betrayed my trust. You broke privacy. It's my own privacy. And then you find out that person is cheating. Um, and then they bash you from going through your phone. I'm like, if you got nothing to hide, then so be it. Right. Is it that big of a deal? Um, when you got caught doing something you're not supposed to be doing. Hey, Sarah, Amanda, Hey, what's up? Um, and one person, privacy is a must. It shows your partner that you trust and respect their boundaries, which goes both ways. And I agree, Sarah, on most cases, okay? And I look at, you know what? If trust is breached, if it's broken, um, the rules change big time, okay? Even in a relationship, you know, there's that trust. It's got to be there. But if you have issues, if you have nothing to hide, here you go, no big deal. I look at, you know, that element is it that big of a deal and i'm talking about you know some people let's face it in the mental health profession where clients you know i got clients on my phone and so forth privacy and hipaa guidelines and you know that's totally different but let's face it most people are not in that situation that i am other maybe uh you know medical professionals if you will to where it comes into and i look at if you got nothing to hide what's the big deal right 
go through it. And I, you talk about, you know, privacy is a must. And then you get, you know, busted for something you're not doing. And then you sort of throw it up in that other person's face. I can't believe you went through my phone. I can't believe. And it's all about what they did just to cover up that you're cheating, that you're talking to someone you shouldn't be talking with, um, you know, sending dick pics, sending crotch shots, you know, whatever it is to those individuals. Okay. And again, it is nothing of the situation, nothing of the sort about what boundaries are in a relationship. And they have to be talked about like anything else, right? Privacy comes down to it about expectations, about what boundaries and what privacy is in a relationship. Okay. And, you know, if someone just goes through your phone or can you ask, oh, here you go. No big deal. This is part of a privacy or a boundary issue within relationships. And it's, you know, you have some people that are very controlling, very um, highly anxious and insecure individuals. And there's a difference between those individuals and, you know, you're doing something you're really not, you know, you're really not doing anything wrong. There we go. Sorry about the triple the tongue. We're not doing anything really, you know, that's wrong. That's, you know, considered betraying. And that person is always highly jealous, highly anxious. High, we're talking that's different. But if you've done stuff to betray that trust and all of a sudden you say, oh, it's private. You need to mind your own business. Forget about what I've done before or whatever. You know what? The rules change when there's a breach of trust. This is my explanation, my consideration. This is what I promote with my clients here, you know, on Facebook and YouTube when I do the show live as well. When there's a breach in trust, the rules change, okay? There's got to be a way to earn that trust back. And part of it is looking at, you know, it, whatever the betrayal involved, if it's sexting, if it's texting about meeting up in a hotel somewhere with your, you know, your mistress or, you know, I don't, your lover, if you will, if you're a female, and looking at those aspects, you got to earn that trust back. So when it comes to privacy, when a breach of trust is there, that's maybe a total different ball game. And I'd love to hear your feedback on it. Okay. And again, you know, when it comes to numerous betrayals or you're cutting across, you know, getting out of a relationship, that type of situation, when it comes to, you know, privacy and those type of aspects, and you have to be very careful. And let's face it, if you are going through a you know, a divorce, a breakup, and you need help. Um, you know, I tell people, you know, one support of the show, dfwnplc.com, they can help you out. And, you know, with this issue, when it comes to privacy issues, if you're going through a divorce, the privacy issue is off the table. If you've broken up, privacy, again, right? You're broken up, you're going through a divorce, then that person should not have a right to your private information. All bets are off, right? Let's face it. So it comes into that, that dynamic to where, you know, the boundaries have to be set. You have to look at what your situation is. Now, if you're on a first date and somebody wants to go through your phone, you're like, what the hell? Hell no, you're not going through my phone, you know? So you have to look at the difference between if you are dating you know, you're just starting out dating versus in a committed relationship slash marriage, that type of situation. Do things change as a relationship progresses? Absolutely. Okay. And it's even more difficult, say, if you are in a 
a poly, if you live that lifestyle, a poly relationship, you know, is there transparency between everybody or is it that, okay, whatever two people are talking, that's private and the third one is left out or the other two are talking and that other third is left out, that type of situation. Again, you need to clarify what boundaries are, what privacy issues come into play and you need to discuss these openly, honestly. And again, that doesn't mean once they're applied and you agree on this, that later on a year, five years down the road, that doesn't mean that you can't change them. You can't amend it. They can be flexible and they can work, you know, you need to adjust them how they work for you in a given relationship, in a given situation, okay? So be open, be flexible. Hey, Claire, what's up? So, and privacy is a big, big, tricky, dicey issue when it comes to boundary aspects. You know, you have somebody that <coughs> um, goes out, right? And they come home at 4.30 in the morning, right? And their husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, that type of situation comes into play. And you look at that dynamic where, oh, oh my God, where were you all night? That's none of your business. It's private. Well, chances are, if you're in a committed relationship or being married, that's going to be an issue. And if you are hiding something, oh, you're being so controlling and they're wondering where you were all night coming in at 4.30 in the morning, right? Oh my God, you're so controlling. I can't do anything without you up my ass. Uh, what? <laughs> I'm talking about common courtesy and mutual respect, okay? So you have to look at and decide. I don't decipher what my uh, clients and what my couples are that I see in my office. I don't decide what should be private, what uh, boundaries issues, but I help them establish it. Remember, what works for me might not work for you people out there. And it, it that's okay. It can be different. You, what works for you in your relationship can be different than your friends, family, that type of issues. You need to talk about it. And these issues are only between you and your partner. Okay. Plain and simple. What privacy means, what boundary issues mean. That doesn't mean, um, oh, I talked to my mom today on the phone, whatever, that you have to go through every single word. And we're not talking, you know, about those aspects. That seems extreme, right? Maybe obsessive if someone wants to know, oh, what'd you talk about? Did you talk about this? Did you, you know, there's a difference, like I said, between the anxiety and individuals that are highly insecure versus those, you know, that are more controlling in elements, right? They might come across as the same, maybe one that's, you know, over-the-top controlling, and the other one is insecure, you know, jealous, constantly jealous, and you're not doing anything. They might, their tactics, their behaviors might come across as the same, but they're talking about two different issues. They both need to be handled and helped appropriately, of course. Hey, Claire, um, how do you get so smart? I'm not that smart, so I appreciate you lying for, uh, lying to me, but, <laughs> but looking at those elements, again, you know, what our privacy when it comes to talking with friends, talking with other fi family members, um, access to cell phones, access to emails. Um, another aspect is uh, people DMing people on social media, right? Let's face it, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, I think now, Twitter, all those aspects about people hitting it up. Would you want your partner to be able to come to you, oh yeah, this guy hit on me or this woman kept flirting with me, hitting on me. Would you want to know that? Or 
it's, you know, I don't even want to know that. I trust that partner. And I look at, you know, when it comes to trust and privacy and boundaries, is it an individual issue, meaning one is a control freak or very highly jealous, highly insecure individual, you know, lacking confidence, or is it a relationship issue, meaning that something happened in that relationship that destroyed trust, that crumbled trust or boundaries weren't being, you know, respected, that type of situation. And again, you need to talk about this and look at, you know, what's going on. What does privacy mean for both of you? Because if you're at totally two different opposites of the page on boundaries and trust, like I said, there's people that can, you know, they have friends, family that just do pop-ups and show up at your house without calling where somebody else might feel disrespected. They need to call first, right? Neither one of them's wrong. It's not about that. It's about understanding what works for you. And this applies, you know, with privacy and boundaries, there's no difference. And that is the aspect, right? You know, oh, we could be getting it on in the living room, whatever. And all of a sudden your mom walks through the door like, oh, no big deal, right? <laughs> You're like, oh my God, what are they doing? Oh my God, I can't believe my mom had, well, you should talk to her about boundaries, right? <laughs> Those type of situations where one might be okay, the other one is sort of upset about it. You need to iron these out. You need to openly sit down at a table somewhere on the couch somewhere, write them, if you want to write them out, that way they can't be forget, you know, forgotten, if you will. You know, one person, I don't remember we talked about that. Remember, it's right here. You know, maybe even sign a document. I hate to, you know, legal or, you know, try to be more cerebral with it. But you can say, you know, okay, here's our privacy aspect. Here's our boundaries. We both agree. We both sign it. That way you're both on the same page, okay? Some people need to do that. Uh, maybe it's not a bad thing if all couples do that. At least you know what the expectations are, what you need from each other to adhere to, you know, the privacy domains or the boundaries in a relationship, okay? And it's ironic how, you know, like I said at the very beginning of the show, how ironic one person, you know, might flip the script. Oh, you they're all pissed off because you went in their phone and you found out they're cheating on you, right? And they try to flip that script. Oh my God, you invaded my privacy. I can't believe this. Well, it don't matter if I cheated on you. You went in my phone. You went in my phone. I can't believe you... You get me that they're using uh, the privacy and trying to manipulate for what they did and they got busted. You get me? So there's a huge differentiation between uh, what's right, what's wrong when it comes down to a relationship. And I don't decide that for anybody. You decide that for what works for you. And like Amanda mentioned, I think the trust is already at least bruised when you feel the need to go through someone's phone or email. Um, I agree. Um, it could be, Amanda. Um, I do see that point very valid. I look at, is it a gut instinct um, that you or somebody needs feels the need to go through someone's phone? Or is it something that that person actually is doing? It's like, you know, if you want to throw you know, women's intuition or, you know, I, I call it gut instinct, both men and women that you're looking at, you know, it, something in my gut was telling me something is not right. So usually that tells me your partner or someone's partner's behavior is changing. They're being less affectionate. They're being distant. They're being, and they're not talking to you. So it's sort of that gut instinct kicks up a little bit and wonder what's going on. And they're lying to you. <clears throat> I have couples all the time, right? 
they find out, you know, say a month ago, a week ago, that their wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, whatever, partner was cheating on them and they had suspicions. They had gut instinct and they found it because a text came up in their phone. Someone was calling their phone and now that person, oh, that's private. I can't believe you did that. So I'd love to hear your take on that, Amanda. If, um, you know, you think everything's fine, whatever. That's why I look at it. It's an individual issue or a relationship issue because behaviors have changed. Affection, sex, the way you talk to each other has changed. Maybe there's a greater disconnect. Your partner all of a sudden is not affectionate to you anymore and they're all bubbly, happy, and they're used to being not that way around you. You're like, what the hell is going on? It's those things. Like I say, uh, <laughs> CC Music Factory back in the late 80s, early 90s, right? Things that make you go, hmm. So that's why I look at it. Is it a relationship dynamic that's making somebody or you know, maybe causing someone to want to go through your email or phone? Or was it a past or former breach of trust that did that? There's got to be understanding. There's got to be, you know what, talking about, but a lot of people don't want to own what they do, right? They want to hide it. They want to manipulate it. They want to, you know, turn the tables on that aspect. And um, as Amanda said, narcissistic tactics, right? Um, they are narcissistic tactics, but people that do that, that doesn't necessarily mean they're narcissists. Yes, they do that, full-blooded narcissists. Yes, but some people do that because just trying to prevent guilt, owning their stuff, uh, feeling guilty, that type of aspect, okay? Um, I get it. I'm not justifying it at all. I want people to own their stuff and look at, okay, this is what I was feeling. This is why I did it. It doesn't justify it, doesn't condone my actions. Now I have to pay the consequences. Now maybe I have to give up more of my privacy, and now I have to stick harder and more truer to the boundaries that are established, or maybe now when trust is breached, now there has to be tougher boundaries or more, you know, narrower boundaries, if you will. They're closed in a little bit. And again, that's if you want to prove the trust aspect. That's why you want to build that trust back up and prove to your partner that you love them. You're sorry for what you did. But also we need to look at, you know, what was going on in a relationship dynamic that caused the breach of privacy or the boundary issues. Um, did they do something out of the norm? That type of aspect. Okay. So talk about it, people go after, you know, those issues, talk about them, discuss them, write them out about what privacy is. Okay. What boundaries are in your relationship. And that way you can be clear and understand each other. And if there's any questions, talk about it. Oh, you know, I get this, you know, one word we'll talk about privacy, right? Privacy to me might mean one thing it is to you and that's okay. But I want you to be on that same page. And like I said, <clears throat> you know, if there's a lot of betrayals and a lot of stuff where you're, you know, going through a divorce or a breakup and, you know, privacy, then again, that's off the table, right? Because you're broken up going through a divorce and someone wants to see you. We're going through a divorce. You ain't seeing my phone or you're not having access to my email. That's different, you know? And if you are at that state, again, you know, reach out a supporter of the show, uh, dfwnplc.com. They can help you out. And also I'm going to give props, you know, a lot of serious, a lot of heartbreak, a lot of um, 
stress with COVID and everything, taking care of sick people. People are going through a lot of stuff out there. So I want to, you know, check out IHatePeople.club, C-L-U-B, IHatePeople.club. A lot of funny stuff on there. You can order the products. Just look it over and laugh your ass off. It's funny, okay? No, I love people, but the site IHatePeople.club, you can laugh your ass off. It's hilarious. And that's also in the description above the video as well. There's links to it, okay? Check out my website, theartofrelationships.org for any further information. And also, people, you know what? Uh, check out my YouTube channel, like, subscribe, go over to my uh, Facebook public figure page, Detroit's Love Guru. I appreciate it. Follow me. I want to help as many people out there as always. Okay. Send me private message, me topics that you would like to talk about. Like that's where this topic came from, from a follower slash friend of mine, private message me. Hey, Greg, can you talk about privacy in relationships, that's where this is coming from. And believe me, I am very, very thankful for any feedback, you know, any insights, any topics you uh, want me to talk about. I appreciate it. Okay. Peace and love to everybody out there. Take care.